Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello, welcome in. It's the Don and Steve Experience on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. If you missed it, this morning at 8 a.m., it was day one of a week-long awards extravaganza, the My Talk Awards, the inaugural, first time ever, all shows nominated in different categories. We go through three categories a day in the 8 a.m. hour of Jason and Alexis, and it's great because you hear from uh, different representatives from all of the shows that we have here on My Talk. It was a whole lot of fun this morning. I went and told Amy uh, that it was just, just felt fun. It was great. Uh, so it, tune in tomorrow, 8 a.m. Donna Valentine will be our representative. She will return from a little time off. In the meantime, Kelly Hansen from Twin Cities Live Hi is guys. here. Hello, Kelly. How are you? Real good. Great. Real good. Um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go home mm. after the show and you'll go work more. Are you going to go put your PJs on? I'm not going to PJ up. Oh, that's the first thing I do when I get home. You know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to buy a snowblower. Do you not have a snowblower? I had a snowblower. It was really bad. You had to plug it in. It was called the Snow Joe. Uh, Kelly. Ooh, that's that's a dangerous <laughs> thing, though. You got you get wrapped up in that cord. Yeah, and the cord pulls out from the snowblower. It pulls out from the plug. It's just a, not a great okay. situation. You're going to go spin some moolah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think today would be a good day to pick it up because yeah. the snow is coming tomorrow. Yeah, you're going to feel like a king tomorrow with that brand new snowblower. You know how to use a snowblower correctly, right? I know how to use a snowblower, yeah. Steve, my husband, taught me, and then I forgot. He taught me like in a, you know, in case something ever happens to me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he like showed me how to like move the chute and all yeah, that. Yeah, that's fun. Spinning and it around. I don't know. I didn't really catch on. If I feel like if I had to, I would be able to figure it out. Right? I think you would. Yeah, you're a smart woman. Okay, You'd be able to figure you. this out. Yeah, you do great. Thank you. Um, so anyway, I'll go and grab that today ahead of snow that is coming our way. I think later tonight, more so into mm-hmm. tomorrow. Um, you this this headline of Kelly Hansen's story about Molly Ringwald is so interesting because it has to do with Molly Ringwald's mother forgetting Molly Ringwald's birthday. Yes. And you having had a similar encounter that almost changed the trajectory of my life, of your whole life. Tell us the story. Okay. So uh, back to Molly Ringwald. So her mom forgot her birthday. She turned 54 on February, February 18th. She was texting with her mom. That's it. You don't have anything else to say to me today. Her mom then replies, Oh, I didn't realize it was the 18th today. Happy birthday. I haven't gotten your present in the mail. We'll do very soon. And she, Molly Ringwald, replies, life imitates art. As you remember, the movie which just launched her career, 16 Candles, uh, the same thing happens. There is a forgotten 16th birthday. Her family forgets it's her birthday. I've never seen this. Wow. (gasps) Tell me more. The end scene when she's on the table with this smoke show of a guy, and there's a cake, and they're sitting on the table with the candles lit. I got to watch that again. Wow. Okay. Okay. So I saw this headline, and I thought, man, I thought, maybe Steve and I can talk about, has anybody ever forgotten your birthday? Someone. Why don't you lead the way here? Forgot mine. Now, he will say, I didn't forget your birthday. 
Here's what happened. That's what everybody says. I was engaged. Got engaged May of 2017. I'm sorry. That's nope, not correct. Definitely not right. May of 2007. <laughs> Starting to have a little more empathy for Molly Ringwald's mom. <laughs> we'll be married 14 years in March. Okay. Okay. May of 2007, I get engaged. My birthday, 2007, is August 21st, 2007. Wake up that morning. My fiance doesn't say happy birthday. Says mm. nothing. Mm. And I'm like, all right, all right. Maybe he's got something planned. I go to work. I'm a news reporter. Got to put my serious hat on. Mm-hmm. Get in. Get the story. <laughs> and don't get a call. Don't get a text. No flowers at work. Get nothing. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like a little rageful. Like how I, (laughs) he is my fiance. This isn't just some fly by night guy. We've been dating for three years. He's not really forgotten my birthday before. He's not really a birthday guy. I know this, but he could have said happy birthday. Mm. All right. What I'm about to tell you is going to change the way people view my husband. And I don't want that to happen. Let me just say he's a wonderful person and he hasn't forgotten my birthday since. I'd leave room for it maybe changing the way people view you too. Possibly. We don't know. Mm, okay. So <laughs> okay, I end up getting a call for him. Or maybe I called him. I was at work and I say to him, did you forget something today? And he goes, no, it's your birthday. And I said, mm, that's not what you wanted to hear. Yeah. I said, I thought you forgot. He goes, no. I go, well, you didn't say happy birthday. He goes, but you know it's your birthday. So why do I have to say happy birthday? So did he think in that moment that, that I was going to leave that him? Happy, no, no, no. We'll get there in a moment. Did he think that the purpose of someone saying happy birthday was merely a reminder to the per- person whose birthday it, it was? It must be. But what I'm not understanding is, for three years, we dated. And again, he's not a big birthday, like, I'm going to throw you a surprise party. I'm going to send you a dozen roses. But, like, the acknowledgement is there. Go out to dinner. Yada, yada, yada. So Where'd I go from there? on the phone thinking, like, okay, like, you know, I want to marry a person that celebrates me. I want to celebrate him. I want to celebrate things together. He thinks that he's reminding me that it's my birthday if he <laughs> says, happy birthday. Have a great day at work. We'll see you tonight. At this point, I had no idea we were going to dinner even. So he then tells me we were going to go to dinner tonight with our friends, Robert and Becky. Great. So we get to dinner. And again, like he's not, it's not registering that this is a big deal until his friend Robert looks at him and says, you probably need a do-over. This is very bad. Like you need to say happy birthday at the minimum. When you're engaged, dating, married, at the minimum. And it was that, and I even I even cried at dinner. I was so hurt. I thought because I was in front of Robert and Katie. Well, I got really tear Robert and Becky. I got really teary thinking, like, is this my life? Is this like <laughs> one forgotten birthday after another? I know, like just one, like, and it it yeah. also I thought, you know, he's gonna miss the bigger moments in mm. life too. Will mm-hmm. he will he because it kind of like sets you up to thinking bigger picture, right? And ever since then, it is happy birthday. First thing he does when he opens his eyes. That it is. Card. I always say, I don't need a big gift. Just get me a card and write something in it. Every holiday, every birthday, I get a handwritten card. Wow. So he redeemed himself. But it, there was, um, 
there was a time there for about a week where I thought, I don't know mm. what I'm going to do. <laughs> I love him for all the other reasons. But you thought this feels like a red flag, in, Huge a, red flag. in an area where most people just would not forget that you wouldn't have to explain this to and them. And he's a very sweet person. Like, for example, last night he picks us up from the airport. We go home. We were saying, I said, what do we want to do for dinner? He said, I have a, a Florida dinner planned for you. So sweet. He made fish and rice. It didn't, sadly for him, it didn't turn out the way he wanted it. Oh, but, but the he heart tried. is all over it. He, he couldn't go to Florida with us. So he wanted to, you know, extend our experience and That's make us this great. like, I know. So he does those things. But I think over the last 14 years, he's really learned what works and well, what your, doesn't. Your public uh, cry threat at a mixed company dinner clearly I mean, landed. it was, I, well, both of them are very sweet, Robert and Becky, yeah. and they just looked at him and they thought, you got to, you have to make this right. <laughs> yeah, when you got your buddy right. just saying like, dude, you, you got to make this right. This needs to change. Anyway, so love you, Steve. Hope you're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, and now he's sweet and intentional and needed that, that push. And we all need that push sometimes in different areas. I also think becoming a girl areas. dad really helped yeah, you know I the think, thoughtfulness behind things you know your heart swells a little that. bit anyway that's it